Welcome to Curtain Call, where TFC students take their final bows. I'm here with Drew Reinhardt. Say hi, Drew. Hey, everybody. Drew Reinhardt is a cross-cultural studies major, and he's the host of, uh, what's the name of your show again? It's called The Andrew Andrew Show. I'm the co-host. Co-host, yes. <laughs> one of the hosts. But, anywho, uh, welcome, Drew. Thank you, Meg. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you're here, too. Um, well, let's get started on the question, shall we? Okay. Uh, this is a question my viewers will be familiar with. YTFC, uh, what led you to come here? Yeah, um, so I grew up in a Christian Mission Alliance church, and my mom's family um, is very alliance. Her dad was a pastor in the alliance. Her brothers were pastors with the alliance. Um, so the Christian Mission Alli- Missionary Alliance is something that I've always been very familiar with. Um, and my dad graduated from Tacoma Falls College, too. So Tacoma Falls yeah. College was something that it was just kind of like, you know, something I've known about my whole life. Um, yeah. And I, I have always wanted to go into missions and do uh, global ministries uh, studies, and Tacoma Falls is a great place for that. Um, so that's kind of what led me to TFC. It, I didn't really apply to any other colleges. It was kind of the only college that <laughs> I was interested in, so I'm glad that it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, um, my parents also came here too, so that's, oh, really? uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm here as well, so. Yeah, that's very cool. When were they here? I forget the year. I, I wish I could remember, but they were on Tacoma Falls Radio. They were, oh, um, yeah? they were, uh, broadcasting majors. Wow. Oh, very <laughs> so cool. That's awesome. One of the reasons why I'm doing this. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Friends in the family. Uh, all right, next question. Uh, so what's, uh, something that, that, uh, you've done here that you never would have done before if it weren't for coming here? Hmm. There are a lot of little things probably, like, um, me and my friends went cliff jumping a few times and (laughs) that's something that, I don't know, I'd never done before I came here, so I don't know if I would have done it if I hadn't come here, you know, things like that, little adventurous things, um, that I'm glad that I got to do. Also bigger things such as, um, like my semester abroad in Indonesia. Uh, Oh, really? I don't know if I would have had that opportunity if I hadn't come here, you know? What was that like? Um, it was really awesome (laughs) in one word, um. I enjoyed it a ton. I actually just spoke at SMF the last few weeks, so it's kind of on on the brain. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, I got to teach English at a few different places, work in a juvenile prison. And um, so that was kind of like my internship stuff. Um, and then on top of that, I was taking 12 credit hours. So that was kind of an interesting balance. Um, yeah. But I'm very grateful for the experience of all of that. And mm-hmm. so I don't know that I would have had that without coming to TFC. So Yeah. Uh did you get to try some interesting food while you oh, were there? Oh, yeah. First of all, Indonesian food is delicious. Like, some of the best food in the world. I love it, and I miss it every single day. <laughs> um, but also, definitely some interesting things. Uh, we had beef intestine Ooh. one day. when huh. We didn't realize we were going to have it. Our friend presented it as um, meatball soup, and we were like, okay, we like meatballs. That's fine. He said it's meatball soup with beef, and we are like, okay, sounds... Sounds safe, right? And so they yeah. brought it out, and it ended up just being this intestine, and it had, like, spikes on it, and it was... It didn't sit so well with some of us. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, some of us got sick, though. Yeah, there <laughs> there are some 
foods though that look like they won't be appetizing but are actually really delicious. Yeah, so. yeah. I got to eat uh, cow tongue, chicken <laughs> heart, things like that. Yeah. Some, yeah. some good, some not so good, but <laughs> it's all it's all fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, what was your favorite class you had here at TFC? <laughs> that is a very difficult question. Um, I've had a lot of very good classes. Probably... Hmm. I think one of the classes that I learned the most in just about the Bible in general is General Epistles with Dr. Yeah. Junker. Um and we'll get to professors in a second, I guess. But so for now, I'll focus on the class. Um, but it was just so rich in like content, and I think he's an excellent professor. Um, and so I really enjoyed that class and digging deeper into the general epistles. Um, another one that was really awesome was strategy of missions with Dr. Kronk, um, and just the whole like why behind missions, which because missions yeah. is something that you know I'm interested in and something I want to do, and so. I'm getting to go over the history and the background and why we do missions in the first place and the biblical basis for it and all that was yeah, uh, something I really enjoyed. Yeah. Well, um, I'd also have to say another good one would probably be Western Thought and Culture. That's one you and I had together. Yeah, yeah. with uh, Dr. Elkins? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, uh, that was a lot of uh, that was a lot of fun even though I broke the classroom that one time. I remember that. <laughs> Wait. I remember it specifically because I, before you went up, I think I had talked to you and you were telling me about how you had never really done a presentation before in front of in front of a big class like that. Is yeah. that correct? I think I yeah, remember that correctly. Uh, and I was like, it's Meg, you're going to do great. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and you went up there and immediately like tripped over a cord and it yes. somehow broke the the adapter or something that yes. went into the wall. And so we had to switch classrooms for the rest of the class. <laughs> we had to switch to the downstairs of Tim's Hall. Oh, man. I yes. forgot about that. That was funny. Oh, yes. Did you feel bad? Like, you should, You didn't need to feel bad, but I want, did you? I did a little oh, bit. Oh, Meg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but uh, that was a highlight I had with you. Yeah, so, that is a... That uh, is a Good memory. I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know. When that happened, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Her first, you know, first major presentation getting up there. And, and it's just a, such an I, unlucky, unfortunate yes. accident. Like, it wasn't your fault. First you know? presentation just... and I break the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely memorable, though. Definitely made for a memorable time. Yes, it was. <laughs> but anywho, um, next question. Um... <laughs> So, who is your favorite professor at TSC? Yeah, okay, favorite professor. So, I think I'm a little bit partial to the Global Ministries professors because I know them so well. I've had so many classes with them. So, I will mention all of them, every single one of them. Dr. Kronk, Professor Griffin, Professor Shell, Dr. Crosby, Dr. Penland, all fantastic professors. And probably all in the running for my favorite. Yeah. Um... I don't think I've had any of those yeah. professors before. Right, they all teach very specific, like, global ministries, cross-cultural classes. Yeah. Dr. Penley teaches cultural anthropology, with it, which a lot of people take. Yeah. But maybe you haven't taken it. Yeah. But I think that my favorite professor outside of that has been Dr. Yonker. I love Dr. Yonker. <laughs> and I know that his tests are sometimes hard, and his method of teaching is sometimes difficult, but I 
don't know. I really enjoy it. And I think he's oh, just man. has so much wisdom and it's just such a smart man. And it, I always learn so much when I'm in it, his classes. It's interesting because I never took him because the fact that people kept on telling me his <laughs> tests are hard uh-huh. scared me away. Right, right, right. But I kind of wish I didn't let that happen because there are also people who say his tests are hard, but the, the class is worth, worth it. it. Absolutely worth it, yeah. Um, sure. But I know his son. Uh, Sheldon. Sheldon, yeah. I did Bible quizzing with him. Yeah, crazy story. I did Bible quizzing um, growing up. And I think I was in seventh grade, and I went to internationals with the Ohio Valley District. Yeah. And Sheldon Yunker was there with, what, what district is this? Uh, Atlantic, South Atlantic. South Atlantic District. And I remember that name so specifically because it's such an unusual name, right? Yeah. And, you know, he was he was tall, he had long hair, and so yeah. I, I just remembered him so vividly. And I got here, and I, we, I had a pro- Dr. Yunker, and I was like, Yunker, that is so, like, sounds so familiar. And then one day he mentioned his son, Sheldon, and I was like, I've met yeah. his son before, just yeah. randomly. <laughs> um, yeah, I did Bible quiz- quizzing with Sheldon, and he and I were actually on the same team, uh, my first year of Bible quizzing. Oh, yeah? At, at First Alliance? Yes. And oh, cool. uh, Sheldon's considered a legend in the Bible quizzing yeah. world. So yeah. Everyone just wanted to be Sheldon in yeah. terms of how well he did. How well he did. I do remember he was. I do remember him being very good at internationals. I was just a little seventh grader, so I didn't really know. Yeah. It was my first year doing Bible quizzing, and the Ohio Valley District just didn't yeah. have that many quiz quizzers in general, and so I just kind of made the team by default. And yeah. So <laughs> it was kind of intimidating. I remember. Yeah, I, I got to go to internationals one year oh, as really? well, and. Very cool. I was actually the substitute uh-huh. for if one of the team members couldn't make it and one of them couldn't make it. And I don't know. It's just when I went, I felt like I had to prove that I was supposed to be there, uh-huh. which I, I feel like was a bad way yeah. of thinking. Well, it's, a, it's a hard it's a hard way of thinking. Yeah. It puts a lot of pressure on yourself. Unnecessary pressure. Yeah. Because, yeah. hey, the fact I was the sub proved I was yeah, supposed to exactly. be there. Exactly, Meg. So, um, well, now you know, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah, internationals is hard. Yeah, it is. It's crazy stuff. And, uh, we struggled to get jumps in at um, all with yeah. our team. And um, then you finally get a jump and it'd be like, what? And you'd be like, I, yeah. don't, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of sad for me because... I feel like Bible quizzing has lost popularity in the church. Yeah, for sure. And it's interesting. I had a conversation with uh, a former Bible quizzer, um, Andrew, I forget his last name, uh, and he told me that um, Bible quizzing wouldn't have lost popularity if it weren't for the fact that parents aren't forcing kids to do it. They feel like it's something that you have to force your kid to do. Because otherwise they won't want to do it, and they'll fall in love with it once they do it. Typically, mm-hmm. but parents won't force their kid to do it initially anymore. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, I do think it's definitely lost its popularity a, a little bit, which is a shame because memorizing, I mean, memorizing the word of God is a is a great thing, and putting it to heart. And yeah. It's not just about memorizing; it's about really studying it and yeah, learning and, how to live it. And and the competitive side of it is right. fun too. Yeah. Sure. And uh, the fellowship you get to have with people, mm-hmm. like some of my former quiz, my former quiz mates are actually here at TFC now. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really cool. 
Yeah, I still talk to some of the people I met. Like, every so often I'll talk to some of the people I met at internationals, which is kind of random, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, next question. Uh, what has God taught you during your time at TFC? A whole lot in four years. Um, <laughs> one of the... One thing that he has really taught me about this place, and I think that's pretty specific to TFC, um, is just the value of community and, and Christian community and uh, how to live in a community with others and also with God. You know, at yeah. the same time, it's not just about having relationships with others, but it's about inviting God into that community as well with you and other people. Um, and I just think that that's something that TFC models well. Sometimes it's difficult and it's hard and you have to search for it and you have to kind of work for it, but um, it's just so worth it. And it, I don't know, it's a very beautiful thing about this place, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, the next thing I wrote, I I wrote it funny, so I can't <laughs> read what can't I read said. It. Well, let me see if I can pull up on my phone, because you sent me the... For, for some reason, uh, for some reason, it looks like it says virus, and I'm like, um, I wasn't planning on talking about viruses. It does look like it says virus. What else could it say? Vivas, but that doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, what did you... I don't have... Oh. Oh, what is coming next for you? Oh, I what... think I meant to write future, but I was like upset about the coronavirus so i that <laughs> yes. like it is on everybody's minds today yes, isn't it it is i uh, just watched president trump president trump's address and with all the schools closing down for a little bit and it's yeah. just it's crazy out there huh yeah it is i i mean and it's and uh it's hard not to think about it and it's hard right. not to be like concerned right right um but, and it's also important to know that God's got it, so. Yeah. And we don't have to live in fear, and God has not given us a spirit of fear, but. A power of love and self-control. And, self and it is important, I think, for us yeah. to show, to show that we have that power in us, and to show that love that we have for others, and uh, Dr. Kronk talked about this um, at SMF the other night, and he's talked about it in class a lot, <laughs> but about how um, Christianity grew so much during the plague in um, Europe, because. Christians were reaching out to their neighbors who were ill and taking care of the sick so much. And so people were just seeing Christianity lived out and how um, I, Dr. Kronk thinks that this is another great opportunity for the church to show the world how how to be the church, you know, and how to yeah. reach out to our neighbors who are struggling, yeah. who are sick, who are who are scared and who might need um, need the truth that that drives out all fear. You know, it's still a bit of a bummer though that um this disease being around is affecting so many people yeah. i mean like events are getting canceled right. or, or postponed mm -hmm. and all that and yeah it yeah. is really sad i mean all sporting events are canceled concerts gatherings you know everything's just being canceled yeah and uh, there's a very high likelihood that uh the play that tfc is doing sherlock oh, holmes yeah. It's probably, it's most likely going to get moved and right. not and yeah, not canceled. Because wasn't but... Tech Week supposed to happen like right after spring break? Yes, it was. And now we're well, we can be on campus, but 
We, yeah. We're not having residential classes or anything. Yeah. And when is the place supposed to be? It's supposed to be uh, March 27th, 28th, and 29th. Okay. And we're not even going to be... Here, yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm I'm hoping it's not canceled. Right. Because... I, yeah, yeah, I do hope that y'all can still do it. Because it's kind of... The Sherlock Holmes sounds very exciting to me. I definitely want to see that. Yeah, me too. So. Uh, well, I'm in it. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I don't know. It's just... Even if it doesn't happen, it was still worth spending time with my friends. Oh, that's sweet. Man. And it's, uh, <laughs> but, but Lord Jesus, please don't let it right. be canceled. Yeah. 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 I hope that it's just postponed and that y'all can still put it on because I think it'll be a cool show. Yeah. Well, I am so sorry that I. <laughs> no, it's, unintentionally it's, on, it's, on the, in my it's on the brain. It's on the brain, Meg. <laughs> I I meant to write down future. Oh, that's kind of, that's kind of funny. Yes, uh, but but, oh, but yes. Uh, what's your plans after college? Yeah, my plans, especially right now, it's kind of crazy to talk about plans with the um, the future is kind of uncertain in the moment. You know, yeah. <laughs> we don't know when we're gonna be back at school, how classes are gonna look, how it's gonna look when when we graduate. You know, things like that. Yeah. Um, but my immediate future right after, well, my initial concern is to make sure I graduate in May, (laughs) pass all of my classes, (laughs) which I am on track to do. Don't worry. Um, and then after that, I plan on returning home. Um, my dad is an independent electrician and I've always worked with him kind of in the summers and things like that. And I hope to work with him for a little bit, um, make some money, help my family out in that way, um, but also make some money, pay, pay off some debt, things like that. Yeah. Um, so that's what the immediate future probably looks like. Um, eventually, probably midterm, mid, midterm goals, mm-hmm. um, I would, well, long term, de- I would definitely want to end up overseas working uh, with a missions organization, possibly yes. um, Christian Missionary Alliance. I do not know for sure. I'm still... I'm wanting to go through the accreditation process so, to, so that I can work with the Alliance. Um, but it's very difficult to get on that on top of all of the school that I have to do. And Yeah. I, I keep on hearing people mention accreditation. Uh-huh. What is accreditation? Um, so accreditation is a process that you go through um, to be able to do work with the Alliance in any form. Um, yeah. And so if I were, wanted to work in an Alliance church, I, w- I, would, I uh, would need to be accredited. Um, and so the accreditation process... Um, is kind of complicated. I don't know that it's complicated, it's just long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to, there's a big uh, application, that's the word. Yes. <laughs> Appli- online application that you have to submit, and there's a doctrinal um, like statement paper that you have to write. Yes. Um, which is kind of the part that I'm like, I don't know if I can do this on top of school and all the other papers I have to write right now. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe I'll wait until I graduate and then maybe start that process wh- while I'm at home. Yeah. Um, but, um, and then you also do an in-person in- interview. I'm kind of go over, go over your doctrinal statement and, uh, just kind of a oral type thing. Um, but so yeah, I'll probably push that to after graduation, but I do hope when, when I'm home um, and probably doing some work with my dad, I hope to stay involved with uh, ministry, get involved with, in a church back home, whether it be my home church or another church in the area, so that I can uh, 
make sure that I'm still kind of on that track to <laughs> move yes. toward missions, you know? Yeah. Um, do you have any country you're considering going to? Uh, um, if, if it, yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. I would love to have an answer to that. I've always been very jealous of people who are like, oh, when I was six years old, God told me I was going to this place. You know, it's, hey, <laughs> it would just now. be so easy. <laughs> hey, hey, now, hey, now. A lot of people deal with that. I mean, right, I, mys- right. I myself am dealing with that because, like, I have an idea of what God wants right. me to do, but the question is how. <laughs> right, exactly. And so that's why I'm at, too. Um, but I don't think it's a bad thing. And, I mean, we... As we're seeking after God, I think doors will be opened and he'll open doors and he'll close doors and we'll end up where he wants us to be as, as we as we seek after his heart. Um, but I don't have any specific country in mind. I loved Indonesia and I would be very, I think I, I would be very happy if that's where um, I ended up and that's yes. where God called me. Um, but I don't necessarily feel any pressing call at the moment, which is, you know, sometimes you want it to be that way where it's just like, go to this place because that's you know yes obvious <laughs> but it's not always like that like I say sometimes you have to just keep moving forward going through doors until God shuts one you know so yep. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see what happens there yeah um wow I should have wrote more questions uh, <laughs> that's okay I've been wanting to do an hour's worth of talking but I've I've finished the last question um after well i have one more and did i talk too fast no i i just went to the questions too fast oh. <laughs> well what what, do, what what would you normally do before the questions uh, maybe we can do that now at the end <laughs> well um typically if i run out of questions me and the guests just make stuff up well, until <laughs> we, can, we can do that we yes. can talk about nonsense yes well spring break spring break's coming up yes so what are your plans for that I'm going to go uh, visit my boyfriend's church. Okay, where's that at? Uh, Marietta. So Marietta. yeah. Okay, it's not too far. Is yeah. your boyfriend from Marietta? Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah, and then afterwards, uh, we're gonna come back here to town to eat at X Factor Grill. So. Okay. Wait, how far is Marietta from here? To be honest, I. <laughs> don't know i'm not good at stuff like that okay. and it's embarrassing no that's okay you just get in the car and when you get there you get there yes um, um but um i'll throw that question back to you what are your spring break plans <laughs> um right now we my roommate and i riley do you know riley mccullough i've heard the name um we are planning on going up to my home for like the first maybe four to four days of spring break, four or five days, um, and spending some time there with my family, and then we'll head down to his house for the latter part of spring break. Yeah. And just kind of take it easy. We'll, we'll have a good bit of driving to do, because it's six hours up to my house, okay. and then probably six hours back down to his from my house, but yeah. um, take it easy. We were looking forward to watching some basketball over the break, but... That's not going to happen anymore with all the cancellations. That's <laughs> but so that's sad. Okay. I'm we'll find sorry. some other things to do. Maybe we'll read some books or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, but um, I think a good thing to do um, with us being stuck at our homes and not being able to come to school would probably be to pray, though, <sighs> um, yeah. and and just talk with God about yeah. all this I think. Use it. yeah great opportunity to spend some extra time 
in the word and in communion with God for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, um, it's also a good time to do stuff like reading, like you're saying. And, uh, <laughs> and who knows, like, um, I'm planning on doing a few creative projects. Well, oh uh, yeah. Like what? Um, writing a parody of this Broadway song. I've just, I had this idea for this parody in my uh-huh. head for a while now. Yeah. <laughs> so. You write parodies often? Not often. I mean, I've had ideas for a few. Uh-huh. Okay, them. so what's this idea that you have? Pitch it to me. Okay. Uh, not many people know what this is, but there's this uh, there's this show called <laughs> Critical Role. Uh, okay. And it's a show where these voice actors get together and play D&D. Okay. And uh, and there are these characters in the game called um, Scanlan and Pike in okay. it, and and Scanlan is in love with Pike. Okay. Uh, but then um, Scanlan he lived a bit of a scandalous life. Okay, uh, Scanlan scandalous. <laughs> and uh, and because of his scandalous life he discovers he had a daughter he didn't know he ever had okay well scanlan gets in a bit of a dangerous situation and is worried he might die during this because they're like fighting monsters and stuff mm-hmm. and um he decides to give a letter to pike okay um and in the letter he says Hey, if anything happens to me, take care of my daughter. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it'd be fun to take this song from the musical Dear Evan Hansen, Sincerely Me. Okay. Yeah. And write something based off of that because um, Sincerely Me is basically these two guys uh, writing fake emails uh-huh. <laughs> from. Um, this dead guy to this not dead guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty weird and and so yeah. make the song like the letter. Yeah, from Scanlan to Pike. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, so you're gonna work on that over the break? Uh, possibly. Uh-huh. I also need to practice my lines for for the play, for the play that and is hopefully going to happen. And work on homework, of course. Of course. <laughs> but um. Yeah, uh, forgive me if I was ranting about stuff you guys do not know about, uh, people. <laughs> no, that's okay. I actually just played my first, um, round? I don't know what you call it, of Dungeons & Dragons the, yes. other, the other night. Really? Yeah, I don't think I'm very good at it, and I don't know very much about it at all. Uh-huh. But, um, a friend of ours was like, hey, I'm, I want to put together a campaign, kind of like a beginner's campaign, and... <laughs> So he invited a few of us who don't really don't really know what we're doing, and it's kind of a, a fun time learning learning how to play together. Tell me about your character. <laughs> okay, um, my character's name is Theodore Blessing. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, Theodore, just because I really like the name Theodore. Yeah. I think it's a great name. Um, and Blessing because. Is he a cleric? <laughs> Um, no, he's actually a barbarian. Ooh. <laughs> so it's kind of a, a sweet name for a barbarian, huh? Yeah. Theodore Blessing. Um, and so he's kind of got, he's a barbarian, so like he's always ready to like 
barbarians are like the meatheads. Yeah, of he's the always group. ready to to jump Eat into people. a fight, right? Yeah. But also, he's just like a very nice guy, and yeah. just like no one really knows why he's so nice, and they don't oh. really they don't really quite know his story yet. But just a nice guy, but really is is ready to get into it and yeah <laughs> at any moment <laughs> so yeah it's kind of fun <laughs> uh, i'm pretty new to playing D mm-hmm. myself my dad taught me how to play it oh, yeah? and cool. uh i've also recently started trying to dm uh uh-huh. but it's interesting because i ended up in a funny situation indeed and dming pretty recently because i was teaching my boyfriend how to play okay and I built a character for him okay. um, and all that. And it was this paladin named okay. Henry Mathis. All right. And for any of you listeners who don't know, the paladin is supposed to be like the white knight in D&D okay. and uh-huh. uh, like the hand of God in defeating enemies, yeah. basically. Just very like lawfully good. Is yes. that the right term? Just like yes, uh, <laughs> there are ways to play paladins that are not necessarily yeah. lawful good, but it's kind of like the ideal, maybe. Yeah, yeah. the ideal paladin is yeah. lawful good. <laughs> um, but uh, we start playing this the game, and I introduce a problem where there's this uh, level twenty wizard uh-huh. who's like an archmage who's asking them for help because uh-huh. um, this uh, person discovered a secret of hers that she did not want let out. Okay. And what does my boyfriend do? He tries to take financial advantage of this wizard. Nice. <laughs> and, um, and a rogue NPC, Splash, uh, she's a water genasi, uh, but, oh, and water genasis are like these spirits who have water powers but uh she is a rogue and she's trying to convince him to be honorable so you've got the rogue who mm-hmm. steals things trying, trying to, to get the paladin <laughs> to be honorable <laughs> it's a little backwards huh yes <laughs> yes that's funny Sh- shows you how crazy my boyfriend is yeah that is funny oh, yeah man. we've definitely had some the other night when we played we've only played the one time but definitely had some confusion between what is somebody's character and what is them in real life. And we have one friend who's very in character all the time. Yeah. And, like, his character is not a reflection of who he is in real life. And his character really doesn't like one of my other friend's characters in the <laughs> in the, uh, <laughs> the campaign so far. But my other friend was taking it really personally and just, like, getting oh. so offended. Oh, and so, and my other friend wouldn't explain until after it was over, like, hey, it's not you. It's, like, my character doesn't like your character. And it was just, like... Really oh funny. yes, they were they were kind of getting into some shouting ma- matches. <laughs> I mean, D and D is basically just a giant acting exercise. Yeah, so. it's interesting, which is not something I have ever done very much of. So, but it's a, it's a good. T- it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited to play again. So we'll see we'll see if I get get any if I get good at it or if I'm just always kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. My. Uh, my family is, uh, we only played every once in a while, um, mm-hmm. but 
I'm still learning myself too, yeah. especially in the whole DMing thing. Yeah, uh, yeah that it seems yes. really hard. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, um, but I also uh, I also have um, a game where I'm one of the players instead of the DM as well. Okay. And my character in that is Aluna Moonstone the Third. She's good name. she's a high elf noble artificer. Okay. And an artificer is basically, like, a scientist, for those of you who don't know. Uh, and uh, she likes building all these different machines and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, and she's a noblewoman, and uh, her father is the lord of this place called Frosthaven. Mm. And um, her dad's a little overprotective, mm-hmm. and shutting her inside the castle a lot, but she's like, I'm tired of that, so I'm going to run away and see the world. Mm -hmm. Well, she meets up with a bunch of people and running away and then ends up really close to the capital city, which is called Cronus, and her uncle is the king. Uh And at the... And they are at the castle... Or nearby it, and then suddenly the castle explodes. <laughs> and she discovers that she finds her uncle who is dying, and no one's able to help her uncle. And he hands her the crown and says, Give this to your father. Uh-huh. Thus making her father the new king and her the princess of the land and oh and i'm like oh my goodness so you're the you're a princess yes nice <laughs> princess luna moonstone the third yes that's a, good, that's a good name for a princess yes but um luna i imagine her being the kind of person who is like nope 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 yeah. when it comes to stuff like that doesn't though. want it she doesn't want it, but at the same time, she's responsible enough to take it, take it mm-hmm. too. So. How long have you been playing that one? Uh, for a little bit now. Uh, probably about a month. Okay. Uh, my brother is the DM for that one, and cool. um, we actually had a situation where we saved a city that was being uh, captured by evil dwarves. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we saved it by making traps in the forest and tricking them into coming in the forest. So basically playing Home Alone in the Forest. Nice. <laughs> Wait, that sounds fun. Yeah. <sighs> Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, if we had if you had tried to have a conversation with me about Dungeons and Dragons like two weeks ago, I would have had no idea what anything meant. But now I kind of have an understanding, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are some things that Theodore got up to in your game? <laughs> Theodore got up to in our game. Let's see here. Um, we didn't get super far. So basically the premise was the four of us were dropped off at a tavern mm-hmm. and um, we were we we were fighters like we had just been in the arena we had all won our fights we'd killed our competition we didn't even know who our competition was you know and so we're all just kind of we don't really know each other but we kind of know each other and we're all just there together and 
um, the guy who dropped us off just threw some money on the ground and was like, have some drinks tonight before I take you back and you have to fight again. And we were like, okay. So basically we're slaves. Um, so we go in. Some of us have drinks. Some of us don't because they want to uh, keep their mind <laughs> mind alert, you know. <laughs> um, and then somebody else comes in and kind of and offers us well, tries to buy us basically. Yes. And enslave us again. And but then the bartender of the tavern offers us a third option, which is to come work for him. And we have no idea what it means. But basically, we defeat the guy who tries to buy us and enslave <laughs> us again. And we're just like, we might as well work for this guy. We don't know who he is or what he wants from us, but it's better than being slaves so yeah. far. You know, in the moment, this is what we want. Yeah. Um, and so now basically. We're trying to figure that out. There's also a little boy that we met and are following through into a cathedral and kind of figuring out what he's doing. And we left it with, we followed the boy into the cathedral, kind of got a little bit of his story, and then random men entered into the cathedral Then we had to leave. So we don't know quite what's happening. And it's still kind of a big setup. So Ooh, yeah. so we're seeing. <laughs> we're seeing what's up. Hopefully that little boy is trustworthy. Yeah, we, we don't know, so. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah. Well, well, Meg, does anyone ever get to ask you these questions on your show, or are you going to have another show where you get to answer the questions? Or is it, are you always on that side of it? I'm usually the one who asks the questions. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but I'm hoping, like, my last episode of there this show, um, ha- having um, someone interview me. Yeah. Uh, but Ooh. the thing is, is that I also tell tell a little bit about myself every now and, yeah, then, every now and then, then in the episode. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide if that's a good idea or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. The biggest thing I hope is that just people like hearing this because <laughs> I don't know. It's just it'd be nice to, to have them like it. Yeah, I think it's a really sweet idea. I like it a lot. Yeah. And I, I think the name of it is cool, too. Yeah. Um. The I'm a bit of a theater nerd, so uh-huh. right, that's right, sure. one of the reasons why I gave it the name. And plus, also, um, it's uh, people saying goodbye to their time of being a student, which mm-hmm. is like, um, and in a curtain call for theater, it's basically um, the actors saying goodbye to the people in the audience. Right, right. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, how many productions have you been in with TFC? Um, counting Sherlock Holmes, five. Five Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. You were in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yes. I, I remember. You were... I was in Pride and Prejudice. Okay, I didn't see that one. Um, Sense and Sensibility. I didn't see that one either. And, uh, this was an old one. You'd have to have been here way back to know this one okay so not not when i was here so this one is called is he dead and Ooh. it was a comedy based off of a play written by mark twain okay uh-huh. uh and it was adapted by david ives um mark twain wasn't a really good playwright so <laughs> he so, just did his best <laughs> so david ives uh, took his script and improved uh-huh. it okay well that's good and um Basically, Is He Dead tells um, the story of, it's kind of 
biographical, but not really. Um, it tells the story of this real-life person, uh, Jean-Francois Mier, okay. um, who's a real artist, but it tells a story about him that didn't actually happen. Hmm. Um, but in it, Jean-Francois Mier is an artist whose art is not selling. Mm-hmm. And... Um, He's told by one of his uh, people who comes to buy mm-hmm. his paintings yeah. that only dead artists sell. And the deader he oh. is, the better he is. Huh. And Kind of makes sense, actually. <laughs> and uh, his friends, uh-huh. who are also artists, they peer pressure him into faking his own death. and uh, But they still want to sell paintings. So they have to get a disguise for him so he can still be in the area and all that. And the disguise they give him is a woman. Nice. (laughs) Yes. And uh, that was an interesting play. But (laughs) I've mentioned this before um, in a past episode, but our director for that one, uh, he's probably the most filthy mindest guys I ever knew in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he kept on making dirty jokes oh, no. a lot. And uh, it's interesting because he would scream a lot just because he thought screaming was fun. <laughs> yeah, it does not sound like a fun person to work under. Yeah, uh, he was not I mean I had fun working with the other people but right, just, right. just just kind not of, him. Yeah. Just kind of ruined it. <laughs> yeah. And uh but at the same time, um that play gave memories and yeah. I uh, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Enjoyed it in cool. in spite of not being a big fan right. of the director. It sounds like an interesting play. Yeah. It's yeah. too bad that uh, he kinda had a, that it was disappointing because of that reason, but Yeah. But um, I ended up being in a bunch of other plays that I loved oh, yeah? with that, like Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah, that play was great, too. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed that one as uh-huh. well. Um, the the audience knows that very well because I've mentioned it more than once on the show. But, oh, yeah. Uh, but it actually felt like we went to Narnia yeah. when we did that, which was cool. And... Um, after the play was over, I actually went to our director, Joe, and I we quoted the end of the play to each other where Susan says, Peter, do you think we'll ever go back to Narnia? And Peter is like, if we're lucky, Susan, if we're yeah. really lucky. But... Oh, that's so sweet <laughs> and sad. Did you cry? I, I did because um, it felt like I was a part of something special. Right. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, I... Uh... I've never been one for acting or singing, but I love musicals. Oh, yeah. And so in high school, I would always work backstage, like, during the musicals, because I really liked, like, just the whole, like, like I said, just the whole scene. And so I always had a really good time, and they were always so emotional, like, at the end, the last day, you know? So I kind of, I have a basis for what you're, what you're saying. <laughs> what are some musicals you work backstage on? Um... My favorite one that I worked backstage on was The Wizard of Oz. Ooh. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. And 
I could I think I could quote the entire play by the end of it. <laughs> Just oh, because wow. from being around it so much. Yeah. <laughs> Wizard of Oz classic. Yeah, it yes. is it's a great play. Um but that was the first one I did and so it really stuck out. But that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um I also worked backstage for The Little Mermaid. Which Ooh, was nice. Which was a lot of fun. Yes. Um and it was, you know, little the little mermaid's a great time and the the songs are so fun and Yeah. So I like that one a lot too. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, Wizard of Oz. Uh, when I was a little girl, I really wanted Dorothy's shoes. Yeah. But my parents didn't let me get those shoes. Oh, no. Why not? Uh, they were... My mom said that uh, she didn't think that she could find anything that could match with those shoes. Sure. sure. <laughs> Makes sense. Red and, red and glittery and sparkly. Yeah. <laughs> Bright red. <laughs> Yeah, um, but hey, I own a pair of red shoes now, so I guess I guess yeah, I'm sort kinda, of living the yeah. dream. Um, quick come together, there's no place like home, there's no place like home, right? Yes. <laughs> but, um, anywho, um, oh, this, it's getting close enough to where we get to do the last thing I was right. hoping to do. Uh, could, do you think you could give a plug of your show, Andrew and Andrew? The Andrew Andrew Show. Andrew Andrew Show. Yeah. Yes. I'm the Andrew, and Andy is the Andrew. Does <laughs> yes. That, that makes sense? Oh, man. Very punny. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I came up with it. I was very... I, well, in my head, it was like, there's nothing else we could call this. Like, this is obviously the name of the show, you know? Yes. Like, <laughs> but everyone's always like, oh, that's really great. And I'm just like, it's honestly the only thing that came to mind. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Andy and I have been doing that show, Andrew Cowart. Um, yeah. I, you know Andrew Cowart? I I met him recently when I asked yes, you to be on the, the show. Yes, the house. I remember that now. Yeah. Um, but we did a, back when it was Eagle Radio, we did a radio show together um, and just had like a good time just like being goofballs on the, on the air together. And so last semester I was gone, obviously, so we weren't able to do anything. But since I was, was coming back, we were like, oh, let's, let's resurrect the Andrew Andrew show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've done that and we just have a guest on, we try to do it every week. This yes. week we didn't get it in. It's just been so busy. Mm. Um, but, and then who knows what's going to happen with the virus. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get a, a new, uh, episode out there soon, but we've done three so far. Yeah. Um, and we have a, a different guest come on every week. Sometimes it's somebody that we know really well. And so there's like, um, just that like closeness, but sometimes it's somebody that we don't know very well. Like I had a coworker come on. Um, Hope Cooper and at the time we didn't know her very well at all and so it was just like a really funny dynamic of like getting to know each other and I know Hope um, Cooper yeah, yeah. Hope, Hope is she's great um, but so our kind of the vibe of the show kind of depends on who the guest is and we kind of um, center our show around our guests and their interests and any special hidden talents they might have or any topics they might want to discuss um, and so we do that and it's just kind of a plethora of different topics and different yeah. things and a lot of goofy stuff. But every so often we'll hit a topic that's, you know, that that's a little bit more serious. But it's a good yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite guest you've had on the show? <laughs> oh, no. Don't make me choose. Um, they have all been so great. I'll do, I'll do this one because this one won't offend anybody. Mm-hmm. But... I'll go back to last year when we did our radio show and my little brother was in town from Kentucky for the Uh week. And so he got to come on the show as our guest. And that was a lot of fun just because (laughs) we, 
uh, played. Some, it was also April Fool's Day, so we got to play some pranks on our friends through the phone and just like Aww. random things like that. So a lot of good memories, and it was fun, uh, fun old, making that show with him. How old was your brother when um, you did that? At the time, he was fifteen. He's sixteen now. Aww. But, but yeah, so just that was a that was a special one, and that was a lot of fun. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that does sound fun. Yeah, we have a good time, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, you know, I've never had a chance to hear Andrew and Andrews, so I'm going to need to look at it Yeah, look us up on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, Andrew Andrew Show. Our uh, title picture is Sideways, so that's how you know it's us. We don't know how to fix that, so it's just going to say Sideways. (laughs) But it kind of fits with the with the uh, tone. Yeah, with the kind of strange strange tone of our show. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I uh, yeah, I'm debating on uh, just. You know what? Yes. Uh, well, I think that will be it for curtain call today. Thank you for coming. Yeah, Drew? thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Yes, I'm glad yeah. you were able to come. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad we were able to talk. And uh, before we go, um, I was wondering, do you think maybe we could um, pray for everyone, especially with the uncertainty of everything right now? Sure, absolutely. Would you like to? Yeah, I can pray. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much uh, just for this beautiful day and for the beauty of your creation. Um, I just thank you that you are uh, redeeming us and redeeming all things to yourself, Father. And um, Lord, we pray for all of the people who are affected by coronavirus and all of the people who um, maybe aren't physically affected by the virus but are living in fear of this virus, Father, that that they would find their hope in you and their security and that um, we wouldn't be fearful because we know you're in control. Um, but that we would all be responsible, Father. I pray, Lord, um, for the church during these days that we would rise up and um, that we would be the church and that we would serve people the way that you served um, the sick and um, the needy while you were on this earth, Jesus. Um, I just pray for us all as we go our separate ways during spring break for uh, protection and safety and that you would uh, help us to be smart and responsible in what we do. Uh, It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Drew. Yeah. Thank you, Meg. You're welcome. And that's it for Curtain Call. Um, Join us next time where another TFC student will take their final bow.